Hello, Eloise. Are you there? <laughs> yes. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, can I can. I can hear you. Good. Hooray. So, welcome to Dose of Truth podcast number 4,500. No. <laughs> no. But uh, it's beginning to feel that way, right? Yeah. And like, give it a so few many. more weeks. We'll have done in, well, a few, couple more months. We might have been nearly. And I, and I think we've got something like, I don't know, like three. 300 views or something or listens already which is good for just yeah. this virgin, virgin unpublicized really just a little bit of tiny little bit of uh social media yeah um, but nothing nothing really more than that and we're getting some views and uh and they're no, not just our relatives uh-huh. no they're not which is really <laughs> nice i don't even know who these people are um hello dad if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely my dad's not listening he's uh not computer savvy so oh okay mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah so we just keep going on we were talking about some funny stories about dating and how uh women get out of dates right yeah i think we've all probably been stuck in a bad date at some point yes well not everybody but well what's lot- what's your worst date nightmare Oh, my worst date. So um, I have a few, but uh, <laughs> that pops into my head. One of my friends set me up with one of his work colleagues. And so we started emailing each other and we were getting on quite well email, but he wouldn't send me a photo and he wouldn't like step it onto the phone or anything. He wanted to meet up and I was keen that we met up because I didn't want to waste like days on this, but it was like a month until we met up and we were meeting up at a train station and I didn't know what he looked like. So I jokingly gave him a code to say when he found me, you know, just so that I knew he wasn't a psycho. <laughs> anyway, he didn't do that. And just this random man came up to shake my hand. <laughs> just, uh-huh. I'm looking at him going, what's the password? <laughs> they just didn't do it. Um, it was him. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like really weird but he looked nothing like he said he did not that that was a major thing but so he'd planned the date well it's a major lie if he's not yeah yeah if he, he implied he like he looked like someone and he looked nothing like them so we he decided on all these things he wanted to do in london for the afternoon but didn't know where any of them were Right. So he's like, well, do you know how to get to this place? And this is before we had maps on phones or anything. And so roughly I knew. So we just wandered off to the first place and um, and then something weird happened. I can't remember what. And then we had to try and find somewhere else. And then eventually wanted to go to this particular place. And we ended up walking through an, an area of London, shall we say, where there's women on the doorsteps. And it's not an area of London you really want to be walking around. And I was like really uncomfortable and I'm like, sorry, you know, can can we go to just that pub at the end of the road or somewhere in Normalville? Because we can't find this third place that you want to go to. And uh, so we ended up going into this pub and we ended up like the whole day. Well, A, he started foaming at the mouth during the first hour of the day. Were actual bubbles forming at the sides, corners of his mouth. Um, and then we ended up having a massive argument in this pub because 
<laughs> the stairs up to where we were sat were like about four floors up. And so they had like a lazy Susan thing where you could write down what you wanted to drink and put some money and then it would go down and then come back up with your drinks and the change. And he didn't want to do that. He wanted to walk all the way down the stairs and come back up again. And I was like, so we ended up having an argument. And then he like I tried leaving the date because by this point, hours had gone by and it was just hell. And um, and he tried to follow me on the tube to where I was going to see my sister because I, you know, obviously arranged to do something later. And I'm like, you need to go all the way back over there, and I need to go all the way the other way. And I just jumped off the tube in the end to escape him. <laughs> it was just, it was just weird. I'm sure he's a nice guy. He has got married since, but yeah, um, yeah. And then my friend texted me and said, "Are you still talking to me?" and I was like no (laughs) but why set me up with someone who he thought he wasn't sure we'd get on I don't know it was weird anyway (laughs) that's the short version of the date because it did go on a while right yeah what's your worst comedy my worst worst one um I find the worst ones are anything you do online those are just (laughs) terrible yeah just terrible bad kind of experiences um but one particular one you know these decent looking person you know decent sounding and then you know there's some cues and clues to uh whether this person is emotionally stable or not like Mm. uh became a little bit too effusive too quickly and then you know i mentioned something and he backed off right away so i'm like okay so he's He's just getting all excited and, you know, kind of getting a little pre-romantic before he's even met me. So we set up, I told him I was coming down to, to New York. So I'd be, he's in Boston. Mm. So, so it's pretty much, you know, halfway I can just, um, he could come up and meet me and well, you know, I'd be working and at least he could take a three hour drive. We could have a nice meal together, figure out whether, you know, we've got the, the buzz or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then we could see, you know, it'd be easy to date someone so close, right? So um, he then, he says, what are you doing there? And I said, well, I'm going to be doing some Reiki work and stuff. So um, he says, I want to do Reiki. I said, well, you know, it's that's not basically how we should meet, right? Like yeah. you, you coming to one of my... Yeah, study groups, and now you're a student and whatever. I just don't think it's a, it's really appropriate. Let's meet first, you know, later on if you want to do this. And I really had an intuition that wasn't going to work out. So yeah, um, and of course I have to put an output of expense to to get him in the class, right? You have to create manuals and uh, buy an extra seat, yeah. do all of that. So I did all of that um, for him to come, even though. I was saying, no, I don't think it's a good idea. But he's like, very, he was very, very clear and insistent. So I went, okay, well, this is one good way to determine if this person is okay or not, right? Yes. <laughs> so, um, so one day he calls about three days before I'm going down, which, you know, was enough to, you know, really piss me off. But mm. um, here he says, I, I can't make it for whatever reason. I really didn't take it into account. It's like, okay, you could have a reason not to show up. Mm. But I don't feel like this was serious. And through the whole weekend, 
you can't find a way to to come down and meet up as we originally said. So yeah. I'm getting suspicious, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So now he says, since I can't make it, I'm going to come up to Montreal. And I said, really, I, you know, I don't think that's a good idea. I think we need to meet somewhere, less strain on each of us, see what yeah. we can do that's really easy. Because if it does continue, we want to be able to have um, a relationship and be able to meet up, right? For me, it was so busy at work that, yeah, it's fine for me if I say I drive down, you know, four or five hours. To me, that's a pleasure, you know, at the weekend. It was always, driving was always my favorite thing. So can oh, meet yeah. up with someone and they could meet up with me and we could have a lovely, lovely weekends uh, together, you know. So, and it could, it could work out very nicely. So um, he says, no, I'm going to come off. And I said, well, like I said, this should just be a day trip for you. If you want to do this, it should be a day trip. You should come up. We have a lunch together and you go back home. Should be easy, breezy, and we get to know each other. So now it's coming to the weekend and he says, I'm coming up Friday. So I'm like, Friday, that means you're going to stay over. And, And if you stay over, you know, I mean, I didn't even prepare my weekend so he's like, well, I decided I'm going to come up Friday. It's a long trip and I want to see, see your city, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm like, okay, um, but I'm not going to spend more time with you than I already uh, said. Because yeah. that was yeah. one of the things. It's like, what if you can't get out of the date? Now, now I'm going to have a whole weekend with someone yeah, that yeah. I don't know. And who knows what's going to, what's, what he's going to be like. I have no idea. One day, you know. A little sightseeing and a lunch, uh, easy peasy. We can see how we work out together. So he's coming up and he has to cross the border. So now I'm waiting. I'm actually waiting for him. So he tells me he's coming early evening. So like 4 or 5 p.m. Uh, It's now 9 p.m. And he's still not there. I get a message that he's been stopped by the police. Uh, no, no, no. The car broke down. First, the car broke down. Oh, okay. The break, it takes break. hours. He gets the car fixed or he, he drops the car off. He gets another car. Supposedly, who knows whether any of this is the truth, right? And then he gets to the border he, and the uh, border patrol thinks he's drunk because he's got a stutter. So they take oh, him the car and I'm oh. like, oh, you have a stutter. Okay, I didn't quite didn't quite catch that it was like a slow kind of uh mm. you know stutter not that we talked on the phone that much mostly email right these these stupid things you do with online dating you start talking in email and you don't talk on the phone enough right <laughs> uh, before you even meet prime opportunity i can tell you all the mistakes <laughs> well yeah, i don't know what all we of could them, list them all many right? many mistakes that you make when you're doing this online thing you can live in your own you know as much as i thought oh you know i've got this really clinically analyzed this is how we're going to meet you know i'm telling him how we're going to meet and of course he keeps changing it right he's doing whatever he wants and i'm saying no 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 it was incredible how many knows i have to say to this guy so anyway he you know i even canceled things i said well i better spend the evening with him and then i could spend saturday then he can leave sunday yeah so worst comes to worst it's an evening and a day that's it okay we're good he gets to the border, they think he's drunk, and they take him out. Another three hours, he ends up, like, I'm not going to be in Montreal till 1 a.m. I'm like, well, night, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Um, 
and I work in the morning and I uh, know I'm going to meet you in the morning and then I have to go back to work and then I can meet you again. Yeah. So, you know, which I told him my hours of work and that, yeah. you know, there's, you know, that's what I have to do. <laughs> it's, it's what I do. Uh, so I met him early in the morning and I go over to the coffee shop and, uh, and there he is sitting there and, um, you know, talking to him and you know I see his eyes so he's got a stutter and then um, I'm trying to look at his eyes so I'm trying it's really hard because one's going one way and one's going the other way yeah so I'm like okay I'm not sure how to look you know I was a bit uh, uncomfortable I didn't want to stare in one eye or stare yeah. in the eye that doesn't work or where to stare <laughs> so um, so then Sorry. I just got really relaxed and just blabbed the way I usually do and then um you know, he gets up and I notice his hand, he's missing three fingers. And uh, then he, you know, gets up and he can hardly move, hardly walk. Um, and so he says, I need two hip replacements. So here's this guy with these, oh, wow. these eyes that go in two directions. Now, he didn't say anything that he wasn't this way, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he didn't mention it. He didn't, you know, his picture is rather Did nice. Did he play with the mouth as well? No. No foaming oh. at the mouth, but we we go on our you know the, the, I said okay I'll meet you later I meet him later we're driving around then he says I'm hungry so we go to this restaurant for lunch by the way oh I forgot one thing on the Friday night he says when I come to meet you there's an AA group next to your house I want to pick you up and go there because it's my whatever twentieth anniversary and I just said to him I don't think this is a good way for us to start what? That's our connection I mean, I know yeah. this is really important and that congratulations that you've gotten through, um, you know, you've been uh, clean for, for so many years, but at the same time, this is not really where, you know, you know what it's like in those places. And I knew the yeah. trip I was in, you know, dingy and gross and filled with smoke usually in those days and, and coffee. And mm. it's just, it's just not a pleasant atmosphere. And it was like, I, that's not the way I want to hang out with you. You know, yeah. let's go to the coffee shop. Let's get to know each other. This is your environment with all your, you know, with your stuff. And, and if any of that is coming into, um, uh, like, I agree at the beginning. This is what I was thinking. If I agree at the beginning that this is going to come to the, into the relationship as a priority, no, that's not going to happen. Besides, I have no idea what I'm doing right yet with this person. He's Ooh. sort of overwhelmed me, right? Yeah. With everything. So he keeps doing things. I keep saying no, but he's just like, well, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. So I keep modifying my plans. Mm. So the next day, so here's the no fingers, two hip replacement needed. So walking like a bicycle, you know, kind of, you know, one leg going up and one, you know, the hip socket going really high yeah, up yeah. and down. Right? So you got this going on. You got the squirmy eyes. He's sitting in front of me. Um, he's like, you can drink if you want. I'm like, uh, okay, great. Because I need a glass of wine, you know, because yeah. of everything going on. It was just so much, so fast. And I don't even know if we're getting along. Like, yeah. you know, okay, there's all these things going on, but I don't know if we're getting along. And uh, we're sitting at dinner and I turn around to move my purse and my head's away from him. And I turn back and his front teeth are gone. They're oh. just, he's taking them out. So it's like, like, I'm not going to notice that the two front teeth are missing to eat your meal. Like you have a big space. <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry. Like now you've got smarmy eyes, your teeth are out, <laughs> you need two hip replacements, and your fingers are missing. Okay, all right, but you're pushing. Yeah. And really, and now don't forget, I can't Did remember. Does he have but... any hair? <laughs> no, he was, you know, like he's in his 40s, so uh, you know, the, you don't really care about these things. What started the real, um, well, there, a little bit of it is shocking. I mean, if you don't know which eye to look into and then you see fingers missing, it's like, you know, I'm a massage therapist. I've seen yeah, all the yeah. shoulders missing, legs missing. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, work through all of that amputations and whatever. So it's fine. It's not like, oh my God, this is horrible. This could be a fine person. Yeah. What yeah. started to be annoying was the arrogance. So there was a manipulation going on that yeah. I find so fascinating as I watch it because I have no idea how to get out of it. But I watch it happening and it's like, yeah, you know, I can see the manipulation you're, you're presenting. So, um, you know, I've come for the weekend to just meet you and be with you. And I just like, but I said, don't do that. Yeah. Right. So I, I was just like, I'm not getting into that. I'm not going to sit here and say, but I told you to do this and you told me to do that. I just kept it in my mind. I'm responsible for my actions and what yeah. I decided to do. And I'm doing this not for him. Whatever is going on in me, I'm saying, here's where I'll meet you. This is where, you know, what we can do. Or like, we could have varied on what we did uh, for the day, like breakfast or dinner. But I had my times. I had already <laughs> consented. Then he tells me he's staying till Tuesday. What? Yeah. So I'm like, I can't see you, my dear. Like, I have, you know, in those days I was working five yeah. in the morning till like 10 at night. There's no, like, no breathing space to sit there and hang out with someone you hardly know who's now stressing you out because everything is a push, right? Mm. It's like pushing to try to touch my hand, pushing to try and touch my cheek as though, you know, you've earned that, uh, that position. Yeah. You, you haven't earned that yet. And by the, by the way, you're so pushy. I don't even know if it's possible to have a relationship with you if this is how fast you have to push. Yeah. You're pushing and uh, you're not, you know, you're showing me that your values are disrespectful of, you know, what, what another person wants. Mm. So that was, that was really the clincher, right? So it, it yeah. just made... It just kind of uh, amplified the ogreish aspects of this person, right? You always meet your ogre, but it's not necessarily the the physical attributes that I mean. The way I've described him, you could think he's an ogre, but he wasn't. He's just this Ooh. regular, okay-looking guy with this funny lamp, and then you know you have to pull your teeth out. Just a regular guy yeah. with a you know a few uh, dis disabilities that you know that a lot of people have, right? Um, but the manipulation, uh, and I just didn't go into it and I didn't try to battle it because I'm like, I'm out of this. There's, I'm not going to deal with this kind of manipulation, right? Yeah. yeah. At the minimum, that's not the kind of relationship I want to have. I don't want to have a chat with someone who says, yes, this is what we're going to do. And then, you know, try to usurp really important things like, your personal space i don't want to let them know that much about myself right mm -hmm. uh you know you don't want you, you don't know the person this is this is a important thing you don't know this person 
you can't just bring them into your life and your home and until you get to know them a bit. Yeah, exactly. How they act. And, you know, so I thought it was too pushy. Mm. You know, uh, prefer someone who's going to uh, already be protective of you. Yes. Right? Especially as a female, right? So the feminine yeah. uh, needs to be cared for by the masculine. So if my masculine fails within me to protect myself, It'd be nice if the guy who's around picks up the slack. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not, I'm autonomous and I can care for myself and I can go out and live in the world. But if I miss something, my man's got my back. Mm. Right. So my man can take care of himself. He can take care of his laundry, his clothes, his, his uh, food. It's not like, Oh, you know, I need you for all these things, but I've got his back. Right. Uh, You know, if he does barbecue, I can do the cleaning. Right. So the feminine nurturing is there to pick up the slack mm-hmm. that, that, yes, you can go get a massage, but getting a massage from your 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 partner is way different. Right. That, uh, yes, you can uh, wash your own dishes. Of course you can. But there's nothing like somebody washing them. Right. Yeah. Um, I can hang up a picture. I know how to do it. But so nice that it, within two seconds he can do it. Whereas it'll take me, you know, 20 minutes to half an hour. Right. So our, it's 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 the 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 masculine and feminine and then the woman and man or woman, woman or man, man or whatever yeah. relationship uh, you've got out there. Because today it's it's multiple genders and most people don't understand the feminine and masculine. Doesn't matter what gender you're in. You're still going to have these uh, laws of the universe, no matter how much you disagree. They're there. Um, and you can identify with whatever you want. You you think you're a toadstool, that's absolutely fine. But within that toadstool is still masculine and feminine energy, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, macrobiotics. I don't know what the masculine and feminine is of a toadstool, but I'd say the cap is the feminine and the stem is the masculine, which is what mm. they, you know, and they're going to have different qualities when they're consumed in your body, right? That's by Eastern yeah. medicine. So if you go on a rice fast, which rice is masculine, you notice that the body becomes uh, more contracted at the core. Now, contraction is a feminine component, but and so is the body, but that's, that kind of wiry strength of a man, uh, of the masculine, is it, it sort of emanates when you do the rice. It, it enhances the masculine attributes within mm. the body mind, and we know, right? Yin-yang, organs, etc. And then if you do feminine, you know, you're more watery, uh, you know, just a little bit cushier, right? Like Mm. certain fruits, that kind of thing. We'll have a different impact. Like uh, with the rice, you feel like you're you're tightening up, you get wiry, you get hard, you kind of um, uh, feel really strong from the center, right? This physical strength. Whereas when you do a a juice fast, like uh, maple syrup, uh, the the master cleanse and lemon, you really feel kind of light and, uh, and um, yeah, like you've you've let go of some stuff, right? So you're kind of going with the flow, things don't phase you, right? That kind of feminine energy moves through, through, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, I'm just bringing to life what masculine and feminine does that has nothing to do with how we view man and woman in the world. Yes. 
you know, they just really, when you get more and more, and I'd like to do a podcast uh, a little bit more in depth on that, mm-hmm. you know, about the masculine and feminine. Just to, just to to set up a little bit of a, an inquiry on what we really think is masculine and feminine, right? This is so important in dating, right? Yeah. You know, if you don't know what the rules are, like, let's say if I look at the story about me and this guy, my masculine was finding, you know, very constructive um, sort of, well, here are the constructs, here's the structure as to which, uh, as to with which we should date. It's negotiable, you need to negotiate, right? Of course it's negotiable when, where, you know, how long, how are we gonna do this? We're negotiating that. Um, But in this case, there wasn't a negotiation. It was, I'm doing it and then I'm telling you about it, right? Mm. Which, you know, often people think men take over uh, and that's not true. That's just people tend to control situations and people tend to have the incapacity of, um, of asking questions. People take things personally. People are defensive. There's no, there's no sex that does it better or worse than others. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of my nightmare story. <laughs> You know, there's been there's been others that have been, you know, more um, mean. This wasn't mean. It was just it was manipulative. And yeah. Pushy, and kind of bullying with guilt. Right. Mm. Yeah. Which you know, and, and at the time, I was really proud of myself for standing strong and da da da. But now I look back, I would have never gone on the date. Yeah. You know, now with what I understand about myself, I just, just can't say no. No, you. This this doesn't meet my values. That's it. I would know it doesn't. You know, my values are I keep to my word as much as I can. Uh, I will do anything to keep to my word, and if I've agreed with something, um, negotiate whether we're going to change that. And if the other person disagrees, well, then I have to go with it or not, right? Mm. But I don't go and do it despite them, like. Somebody says, come to my house at 8 p.m., not earlier. I, you know, I'll, I'll be busy. And you yeah. arrive at 6. Well, you get what you deserve, right? You go in at 6. They let you in. It's like, well, I'm getting ready. I'm doing these things. Just sit there. And you could sit and go, well, you know, I came here early just to be with you and da-da-da, but you, you don't want me here and you're not treating me well, right? It's all in our imaginations, mm. what's going on. So, yeah, I was just being really... Um, you know, it was one of those first times I was learning to be super clear about what I wanted. But then I realized, yeah, not everyone's going to even care that you're clear. They're not really even going to notice because people take things personally, because people are triggered by the world. They have insecurities, all that stuff. So you have to see whether you're in the same place, right? Mm, I yep. wasn't in the exact same place, <laughs> you know? I wasn't in that place of being so insecure, that makes sense yeah yeah absolutely yeah just like it's kind of the same as your story you're not so insecure as to have to do whatever this person says right i'm following yeah it's like yeah it uh, yeah it just felt so uncomfortable that he had all these things he wanted to do and he hadn't planned any of it well that could be your trigger right 
No, yeah, but it made me feel um, uneasy in the, I don't know, well, A, in terms of getting lost all day long. <laughs> so what did you figure out from that date? So here he comes with a bunch of ideas. Yeah. They're not planned out. He knows he has to go with a stranger who he doesn't know. Hmm. So, you know, whether I plan this out or not is not important, but I could throw these suggestions out. Okay, granted, maybe he did it really awkwardly and, you know, not knowing how to do it. Maybe not yeah. a very good planner, which could be yeah. a problem for you. Yeah. That could be a, yes, because I'm know, that, planning. Yeah, yeah, that could certainly be a problem. But, um, you know, it's not like you guys sat down and said, like, which one should we go to and where is it? And let's just find out, right? Mm. pick up a little local newspaper you know do something that sit down have a cup of tea and just figure out where you're going you mm. know pick up pick up a map of the city if you don't if you don't know how to get there I mean there are things you can do and it's not about the thing that you're doing it's about the time you spend together right yeah I mean and that's I really think, I, I think looking back on it it was the fact that he wanted to do certain things but had no idea where they were but was looking at me to solve the problems. Yeah, and, and just the way you're telling that story, you're, you're, I, I don't see proof that your thoughts are real, right? Okay. It's, it's always that little bit of mind reading, you know. He's looking at me as though he's, you know, you could be right, you know, and I don't, say you might not be but on the other hand it's like oh yeah no, did you make it clear did you say do you want me to resolve this and did you say i don't feel like it so figure out a way i don't want to do it you resolve it i know i just took it on that i had to fix it right so i'm just wondering if that that's, yeah yeah i just wonder if it's your thing well maybe then maybe not now maybe like, not really, now i really wouldn't act the same way now no, what would you do different, which is interesting? I would probably, well, A, we have technology to solve these problems now, but <laughs> a little birdie is keeping it. Um, Kicking up a storm on this. Yeah, huh? it is, isn't it? Isn't I it? wonder if he believes you or not. <laughs> He's like freaking out. Every time there's something really deep going yeah, on and yeah, yeah. we're getting to a little deception, the bird goes crazy. Yeah. And I, I like this is, I've never seen him chirp this much. So Yeah. Uh, is it too loud? Do I need to move him? No, he stopped. Oh, he stopped. <laughs> but now we've given him some attention. I don't yeah. know. But yeah, so I think if I was in that situation now, I would get clear on what he expected. And then I'd probably come up either with another idea of something we could do or sit down and have a chat about the options instead of going with what he wants. Right, and that often seems to be what the the feminine does, right? Mm. So the masculine needs a structure, and then the feminine just goes with the flow, usually. Unless we go, if I go into my masculine, I'm less in the flow, right? Yeah. So if I'm in a masculine uh, energy, I don't go with the flow, I don't do what other people want, I'm following my structure. Mm. Uh, I notice that in my partnership. My, my husband will often say, you're weird today. I'm like no I'm not weird I'm just still in work mode I'm still in my masculine mode and of course it's not going with your flow he really loves it you can tell when I just flow around him 
you know mm-hmm. and I like it I like it too but the problem is is today's day and age um you know we don't have those uh women in the kitchen anymore because men have come into the kitchen and we brought them in yeah um, and we brought we we want them to be there you know like the the humidors and the and the uh, what do you call those the the wine caves and the man caves <laughs> and the you know bringing the men uh to mix it up with the women right so we've lost kind of the 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 central domain of the witches that get together and brew with the cool you know, like, yeah. yeah because we're brewing the healthy food for the family right we're the ones who are the matriarchs who control the house we tell the men where to be whereas we used to think of it as uh the women are in the kitchen and the men are in the in the living room just sitting back well yeah because yeah. the men went out and worked all day right they they worked all day to bring home the 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 money and they've they've done such not that women didn't have hard lives of course doing the laundry yeah. with the washing machine and you know the kids but there was a the women are communal right so there was a community of support and their work got done um yeah. and then they you know the men come at night and part of the job is to feed them and you know stoke up the fuel keep them healthy get them to have rest so they can go back to work in the morning and bring home the money Mm. But but people knew this before. But once the 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 women, you know, going into the workforce, they're part, and now it's necessary for so many people. You know, there there's many people who are wealthy where it's not necessary for the the wife to go, but you know, in most cases the wife is going to work. So now you've got a different ecosystem out there or is that an ecosystem or a a matrix really of um, how men and women work, how families function, how the matriarchy and patriarchy within the household function. Women take on uh, masculine roles and uh, become more masculine and think that just because they're a woman, those are feminine qualities. Ridiculous, right? So confusing. And then men who now, you know, are told, well, you can, you can do all of the female chores. Now you can say, how, do, how does one know what a female or a male chore is? Um, you can explore this within yourself. Um, but statistically, if, um, if a woman trains her husband to uh, be in the kitchen, clean up the house, do the laundry, you know, he's there, you usually find she has an affair on him once, you know, he does all of that. <laughs> right? Because yeah. well, now she's no longer got this man. You know, it's like, why, why do you go for such a manly guy when you've got this guy at home who's all feminized? Because we don't even know what we're asking for. Mm. You know, we ask for a man, man to do certain labor. Well, here's another way to know. You won't be attracted. The second way to know is, um, oh, how does it go? So the, so one is you won't be attracted. The second one is, what the heck is it? Oh. Notice what nurtures you the most in your day. You know, as a, as a, you know, there's no guaranteed outcome because some people, you don't know the combination of masculine and feminine within each individual. You also don't know the combination of masculine and feminine within each individual at different parts in, in life. There were times in my life I was way more masculine than I am now. 
Yeah. You know, it was just way more, you know, go out and work, do, 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 just, just don't stop action, activity, expansion, expression, all that stuff. And then, you know, later in life, become more quiet um, and contracted, which is very feminine, right? Mm. Going down in the rabbit hole, the quiet, um, making your home environment what you need it to be. That's, that's yeah. women. Now, remember, plenty of men do this, but uh, more often it's women who feel nurtured by creating a nice home environment. Now, I noticed that a lot of men who live on their own, they create a beautiful environment. So their feminine comes out to do that. Yeah. But you may not see such an obsession to change things as you do from women. Mm. right so women will tend to want to move furniture or organize things or you know I look at my partner and he can leave everything the same and even now you know he's like I just leave the decor and the fixing up to you it's all yours and it's true I I am the matriarch here so there are three men in the house one is the bird and I'm the (laughs) only woman and I control what goes on here yeah you know I know I can remember and recall how women, and still do it, complain about what they have. Meanwhile, they don't see that they're running the house, that their mm-hmm. codependencies are running the house. Um, and, you know, it's not necessarily the man. Like if, you know, if, if Jimmy came in and said, I run the house, and I, I'd be like laughing. Yeah. You know, there's no way, and he wouldn't even say it. He doesn't run the house. Um, and if I walk around saying, no, I don't run the house, it's them. No, it's not true. Mm. Not true at all. I'm the one organizing. If I want to change, if I start to enact the change, everyone will follow. Why? Mm. Because the feminine tells the masculine what to do. So when you got a man around, more likely it'll happen. But try living with a woman. It's a little bit more difficult. Yeah. And we know even statistically in lesbian couples there's more violence so women are women across the board are more end up more violent than men men are you know obviously incarcerated for violence etc because they're at the end of the bell curve for for pathologies right so that's how they compete but generally we're more uh, violent like we're the ones who slap a man's not going to slap you because he'll knock you out yeah you know Try, try and hit a man or punch him and see see what happens to you. And I'm not talking, if you're a professional wrestler or whatever, maybe you can beat a man. But, you know, if you listen to Joe Rogan, who works with MMA a lot, you know, he tells you some good stories about how a man just knocks out a woman. Now, you can <laughs> have a professional MMA woman who could knock out a man, but it's not, yeah. it's not often, you know, it's not, this isn't a commonality. Uh, or is that what a common occurrence excuse me it's just not a common occurrence with you know even my size uh men can can beat me yeah. so, so you know it's not necessarily about size not always about strength because the upper body is the upper body you know i look at the size of my partner's upper body he's shorter than me uh, but his upper body is way bigger than me he can yeah you just can do things i uh, even though i'm 
taller than him and likely bigger than him in many ways. I think I weigh more than him too. Uh, <laughs> there's no way I can push him down. Yeah. You know, I'm a challenge to him. So let's not say there's nothing. I'm a challenge because I got strong legs. and that, mm. But, you know, ultimately, yeah. Uh, he can just tie my hands up, right? <laughs> like, easily <laughs> tie my hands up. It's like, no problem. Just hold them with one hand. And yeah. I can't. Like, I, I can't do anything. Right. And we can't, we can't forget that. But, you know, yeah. okay, you're in a female body and it's not going to be as strong. Just like these transgenders, you know, they can, they beat all the women, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've heard some, I think, it, I don't know who it was, but in tennis, who said, um, look, there's no way I can beat the top male tennis uh, tennis champions. I don't know any of their names. There's no way I can beat them. So it's got to stay separate, men, women and men. But now, you know, now I'm thinking, you know, watching all this happening where, you know, men get to get some sex hormones. It doesn't weaken their upper body strength. That's for sure. That upper body stays upper body size, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, whatever changes, he's still going to be bigger there's still a mass that's bigger uh and we'll beat the women i, I mean i don't know if, i can't say 100 percent guarantee but they'll beat the women so it's like why why are we why do we actually have this delineation then so it's like this big paradox where you know you hear some of these these players talk about victimization of women but they also say at the same time no 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 you can't put me in men's groups right yeah and it's like just mix it up put everybody in the same thing yeah, let them all take they drugs too. Do whatever you want. It'd be more interesting. It, it would be more interesting because, and you know, <laughs> most people don't want to watch female sports. Some people are really into it. I know that. Yeah. But you know, who wants to watch female sports? Uh, generally, no. Mm. It doesn't. Well, it doesn't make a ton of money, right? It makes money, but you know, now these women are com- complaining they're not earning. Uh, what uh, other, let's say, tennis player, male tennis players are earning, but you don't attract the audience or the uh, advertisers. Mm. I mean, it's really simple so as, yeah. right? But um, when you're when you're buying into the victim ideology, then you know anything that's any. Whenever there's inequity, you're going to point it out and base it on gender rather than on merit, right? Mm. Which is so confusing. So that, you know, I mentioned that because the, the societal, cultural, uh, advertising, uh, media is all going to promote to you uh, an ideology that isn't necessarily true, right? Mm. And I don't say I know the answers, but I do know I've discovered things that, have, that are uh, more um, real than when you're imagining things in your mind and how do you know that that's that's real well you see it consistently you you kind of look and go well that's okay if i look outside there's a tree there and i need to turn around and change it into some ideological uh you know political statement it's Mm. a tree and there it is (laughs) that's it it's you know, you might give it another name. That's fine too, but it's still that thing. And you need something to tell you what that thing is. That's why we have names. Yeah. That we can communicate. Labels. You know, uh, otherwise we wouldn't be communicating with each other. So, you know, 
the God that that needs even explaining drives me a little bit dizzy. But, you know, <laughs> gosh, I've had to say it so many times because we don't quite think through things, right? We, we, we have these thoughts in our heads and we don't even know where they come from. And likely they come from some kind of external uh, conditioning, right? Mm. Uh, but if you sit down and you start to really think, not not analyze the stuff that's in your head, not um, accept any of the assumptions in your head, but sit down and go, so what's really going on here? You know, can I even see clearly, keep positing questions that bring that clarity? And you keep discovering. Like, I find it so interesting to look back on stories that, you know, what is, what was going on? What was I doing? You know, where was my codependency? Where was my people pleasing? You know, uh, when that incident occurred with that, that man, it was really interesting to, um, to really sit and, and feel that I was saying no. And I had no qualms about it. I wasn't trying to change it to please. I was changing based on how I felt about what was going on in that moment. So that allowed me to say, okay, I'll meet you this evening, I'll meet you for breakfast and I'll meet you later, yeah. right? So they sound like simple things, but I really, you know, had to, I sat, really sat back and really acknowledged what I wanted, but I didn't want to see him on Sunday. Like that was clear, I didn't want to yeah. do that. Um, or Monday, or Tuesday. Uh, well, yeah, that, was, that wasn't <laughs> gonna happen, but Sunday I wanted my break and to rest and to, you know, fix up some, some work. You know, so I sat back and said, what can I do? And I thought, you know, we could go off to a movie. You know, so that's what we did. We went to a movie and I said, well, now I have to go do the rest of my work. And that's what I did. So, you know, just going by the feeling, you know, yeah. even knowing he was being pushy. And I mean, he was really repeating. Look, I'm leaving. Aren't you going to see me more often? It was just, you know, every few minutes that, that was coming out of his mouth. And I was just saying, no, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing with you. So it was not enjoyable either. Yeah. And said, you keep doing this and I'm really not enjoying what's going on. And at one point he started to get angry, you know, and, and I came all this way for you, that kind of manipulation. Yeah. And I was like, no, that wasn't, I didn't agree with you. There's no agreement on this. And, you know, take it easy, dude. We didn't, we didn't agree. So, um, yeah, it was fascinating to look back at that and see how I handled it. But today I would even go on that date. I would even go online to date because, I, you know, you realize, yes, people can meet each other. Um, you know, I've noticed that people who do meet and do get married are just people that, um, you know, we're in a, well, it's really hard to describe because there's the good looking people. And those good looking people are likely not on there unless they're trying to, you know, solicit for sex or, you know, a woman in another country is super beautiful trying to get a man here. It doesn't matter what age, you know, they uh, do things like that. But generally, you know, it's just this, this sort of average person who doesn't uh, go out much and deal with people and then go off and meet someone else. You know, I pretty much accepted every date because it was such a fun um, experiment. Mm. So I would just go meet for like, say no it's 20 minute max and if we like each other we'll meet again right so I, I could meet you know 10 guys a week yeah it was fascinating I don't remember all of them but I remember one guy was like you know what's wrong with the women on here is that um you know they don't like short men and they're so rude about it 
So I'm like, whatever. So he arrives. He's really short. I'm like, I was six foot one in my shoes yeah. or six foot two. And he was like five, four. So you're really short. And here I am super tall. So like that, it doesn't mean much, but he wouldn't stop talking about how tall women wouldn't yeah, yeah. go out with him. And I was like, hello, I'm like, sat here. Yeah, I, I'm sitting here and, you know, you're just making this so unattractive. So it's really funny to watch how people bring their basic fears to light and they think everybody's doing it to them. Yeah. And, you know, it's that, that archetype of the orphan that always feels abandoned, right? So they're going to set it up that they're already victimized and abandoned. So they hurt even the people who are kind to them. Mm. Right. That's a fascinating um, twist is actually hurting the people who are being nice to you. If you're on a date and saying, you know, nobody likes me, blah, blah. blah well, now you're, you're hurting the very person who is starting to like you. Now it's like, well, nobody likes you. And you see me sitting here. I've had it many times in session where, um, you know, people can call me up or um, they'll call me up and say, I have no money, but I need to talk. And I'm like, I'm happy to do that for you. You know, I've given uh, plenty of free uh, clinic days, you know, and inevitably when I'm doing something like that, the person will say, nobody cares about me. Nobody will do anything for me. Yeah. Uh, and it's just so rude. Right. Or I don't know what word you would use, but if I, I'm like rude, like I'm right here, yeah. um, but it's just that it's yeah. the manipulation that becomes um, uh, poisonous, right. Toxic. Yeah. You're toxifying. The, so the very person who's just giving you something and you're saying, nobody gives you anything. You're clearly communicating. You don't see the gift. So you're, yeah. you're, you're rejecting my gift and you don't see it. So why would I do that for you? Yeah. You know, why would I do that for you again? Yeah. You know, and I've done it many times. I said, you know, I'd like to clearly point out that this session is for free. I want nothing from you. Yeah. You've asked me for something and I've given you my time, my energy, my expertise for nothing. Yeah. For nothing. So, yeah don't don't talk about how people don't care right but if you but that's that they don't really recognize they don't, they're talking about some codependent caring they're not asking for uh compassion right so mm. here i am doing this out of compassion but you want me to do something else like feed into your victimhood and that happens so often in relationships mm. yeah no yeah what's yeah. your We've got a few minutes left, so what's your insight on that? Some people just don't see... I mean, we always say your actions will show what you're thinking. or But some people do not see what they're, they're thinking. And so they're contradicting that. You know, you're giving them something and they're saying, no one ever gives me something. Or I've tried everything. And it's like, we well, haven't tried me. <laughs> do you know what I mean it's like contradictions well you know and and there's a lack of the well one of the difficulties is when you've tried something if you're coming from a place of resentment it's never going to pan out right so it's much yeah. like you know saying somebody says well you need to take responsibility for you know eating all the candies in a candy jar yeah because uh, you know 
I told you you needed to share them with, with the guests, etc. but you ate them all. And now we have none for the guests. You need to take responsibility, right? And you could say, all right, I'm sorry. Or you sincerely say, yes, I did eat all the candy and I apologize. You know, so two very different energies. Mm. So you can do the exact same thing, apologize. But one, if you go, yes, I apologize. Okay, I'm sorry. But you know what? Susie was always eating the candy. This time I did it before. You know, this is where you get into a place of I'm not taking responsibility. I'm doing this through resentment. I'm aggravating everyone. I'm dumping my crap on everyone. I'm not, you know, considering that I live in a group. Mm -hmm. um, and on and on and on. And yes, other people make mistakes, but, you know, it's really learning to be responsible for your actions and not manipulating yourself for the rest of the world. Right? Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, that it's just through self-examination that you begin to um, take responsibility and basically free yourself from the outcome, but a negative, well, you can still have a negative outcome, but not the outcome that is, you think you've caused it, right? Yeah. Like I may make a choice to apologize to you. You can make a choice to not accept it, mm. but I can go off and feel really good that I was honest about it. I was clear. And now you're, you're not clear. Well, what can I do for you then? Yeah. It's not about me anymore. Right. Yeah. It's not about me needing to apologize. It's, you know, you break something valuable in someone's house and you apologize and you say, what, you know, what is it I could do to replace it or whatever you're going to do. And the person just never speaks to you again. You know, that has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It has to do with whatever that meaning is bestowed to the relationship, the vase or whatever you broke. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is a difficult one. I, I, you know, the, the reflection of, I have a friend who's a practitioner and she always says, you should open a, your, change your practice to people walk in and you just imitate them. So you <laughs> imitate their energies. And then they'll have their own like self-realization, right? Because yeah. you see what you're doing. This is what you're doing. Can you not see it? Exactly. Um, well, they can't see it. But the minute you act it out, it starts to, you know, mimic someone. It's really bothersome. It starts to, they start to look at you. Really? That's how I'm doing it. But they, they start to look at you. Yeah, I am doing that. And I'm seeing how it's not working. Mm. Right? That's why role playing is so powerful. So powerful. Yeah. You can see, you know, in role playing, you see how people don't want to role play. So instead of being like, let's say I'm going to be my bird, you know, instead of just being the bird, I start saying, well, the bird is now thinking blah, 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 rather than going tweet, 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 tweet and flying around <laughs> and really showing the energy, right? Just yeah, really yeah. Picking up on the energy because, you know, my bird doesn't speak. It doesn't tell me what it wants, but sure as heck has powerful energy. I mean, he's just sitting there on the top of his cage now, and I really can't stop looking at him, and I can feel his energy. You know, what the heck is he wanting to do? What is he going to do? What's happening over there? You know, he's changing day by day, more confident uh, being here. It's, it's not even three weeks yet, so, you know, it's a really short time. So even that, you know, even just understanding that the rules 
that are impinging on us, just like the weather. Mm. You, know? uh, you have to put on a warm sweater when it's really cold out. Yes, it impinges on you. It affects your life. Practical. Yes, it's practical when you do the practical thing in face of, you know, <laughs> this, this vast deluge of life that keeps coming through and some of it, most of it is okay, right? And then, then and the rest you live in your head and then some people see life as it is. Mm. It just is. It is this thing. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so amazing. And then, you know, to segue back to dating, we take this reality and distort it through those perceptual filters of neediness and defense, mostly defensiveness to defend who we think we are. And that who we think we are is hiding, you know, the, the jewels within us or the, the, um, or some terrible things that could be within us. There could be a terrible dark side. Cause when you're, you know, the first thing that you get to see when you're manipulating someone, right. By just agreeing because you want them to do something or mm-hmm. like this manipulation, these people do where it's like, yeah, what is it called? It's backhanded uh, oh, yeah. energy, right? Not real. They, they don't realize necessarily that they're doing it. I'm surprised they don't. Like, I, I don't think I could say, hey, nobody listens to me while you're listening to me and uh, hearing what I'm saying for like an hour. And I say, oh, nobody listens to me. I, I, would, I would just immediately go, oh, my God, Eloise, I'm so sorry. You know, I apologize for being, you know saying something so off the cuff and ridiculous. It's not even true. You're sitting yeah. here listening to me. Always. Yeah. Right? I've, I've heard it a million times. Nobody cares about me. Nobody listens to me. It's like, my God, you just, you know, talk to me about everything for a couple of hours. So, hello. Hello, hello. Right. Don't, don't. Is there anyone in there? <laughs> <laughs> Well, our little call is going to come to an end. So yeah. I'm going to say goodbye. And please do let us know yeah, what you like us to talk about. If you have any reason. comments to um, help us out, even stats or statistics we could look at. Um, this podcast isn't about telling you um, what the truth is. It's just a dose of truth as we come to that moment of truth within ourselves. So Eloise and I chit chat. Well, especially me. Eloise keeps catalyzing me into um, kind of more deeply understanding things. Um, just the way I go go through this process. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can just figure out, you know, what, what feels true to us. Um, well, I, I don't even know if that's the right word, what feels true to us, but at least getting to a place where there's a sense of, oh yeah, that's clear. There's no yeah, yeah buts or convolutions going on. So We'll see you next time. Yeah, send us your dating stories so we can unpick them. Oh, yeah, that would be so much fun. (laughs) Some good, funny stories. (laughs) Right, take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.